Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello and welcome to the EM360 podcast with our Ask the Expert series. This is a weekly conversation with people who are impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is Max Curtin, Editor-in-Chief here at EM360 and your host on today's podcast. Now, in today's episode, I'm very much looking forward to speaking with Nanjunda Prasad, who is the Director of Marketing at Wavemaker. Now, I'm going to give you a bit of background on Nanjunda just so you have a better idea of him. He's got an over a decade of experience in product development, including a demonstrable history of delivering critical components of a new product ahead of market introduction. In his career, Nanjunda has also led globally distributed cross-functional agile teams, as well as built and launched products in areas such as big data analytics and healthcare. So Nanjunda, thank you so much for taking the time to come and talk to me today on the podcast. Thank you, Max. Happy to be here. Now, today you're coming to demonstrate why legacy systems are kind of the Achilles heel of digital transformation and what low code can really do about it. So if we kind of start off from that point then, Digital transformation is at the forefront of most business initiatives today. It's the main driving focus. But could you give us an introduction from your standpoint as to why legacy systems are not compatible with the idea of digital transformation? So the idea of digital transformation is to make a business more agile and responsive to changing market needs. And IT is kind of an enabler of this. One of the reasons why legacy systems don't fit here is because they kind of hamper agility and responsiveness of business in general. So let me give you an example. If you take a modern business application, the expectation today is that it should have a multi-channel responsive user interface. User expects the changes to reach him faster and the user also expect it to scale on demand seamlessly, preferably on cloud. So if you see across the board, right from user interface to the architecture on which it is developed and the infrastructure, there is an expectation for the application to be modern and legacy systems don't fit into this paradigm and hence do not fit into the idea of digital transformation. Okay, then. So if we kind of take that a step forward, then why do you think so many businesses have ended up spending, you know, so much time maintaining legacy systems rather than moving forward? So there are two things to this, uh, mostly to do with mindsets. The systems that you call legacy today have once delivered tremendous business value and continues to do so. So to get a buy-in from business to embark on a full-scale modernization is challenging because most people often don't see the value erosion that is happening with legacy systems. Second thing is also the fear of change. Most modernization projects are not successful because they tend to look at modernization in silos. And it also involves significant buy-in from various departments within an enterprise. So most of the modernization projects typically end up consuming a lot of time and resources and they are not in general successful. So both these kind of challenges, the businesses are wary about them and that's why are wary about getting into modernization. It actually puts them off and they continue to run with it till the time it is too late to embark on a full scale change. Right. Okay. That definitely makes sense. And obviously I mentioned at the start low code and I want to talk about that in a bit, but just to expand on your point a little bit more that you made there, cost is obviously such a major thing for businesses and completely understandable why they wouldn't want to. But do you think there's a way to kind of change that mindset of businesses to say, yes, it's costly and there could be issues for implementation, but how do we get people to see what's beneficial in the long run? 
Like I said, most of the time, businesses look at modernization in silos. I mean, they will look at it just as an infrastructure modernization or some kind of a UI modernization, which will not show the value in entirety. So when everybody related to this particular application or a system comes together, right? I mean, everybody, including go-to-market folks and kind of communicate the kind of challenges that they are facing with the legacy application. And when everybody gets together to kind of look at it in totality, probably the entire value is realized and the modernization becomes much more easier. Yeah, yeah, that definitely makes sense from that perspective. So I've mentioned low code a couple of times here. And just to kind of bring our listeners into the loop, it's kind of been a way to combat this legacy system problem. But before we kind of delve into that a little bit deeper, could you give an outline of what low code actually is? Low code platforms lets users to build applications quickly. Low code platforms use a drag and drop kind of a visual uh, building model wherein users drag and drop visual elements onto an editor and uh, this generates code behind so that they develop apps two to three times faster than traditional development. So when low code originally came in, it was meant to help non-professional developers build small applications very quickly since they didn't need to do a great deal of coding, but all the code was generated in the backend. But over a period of time, uh, low-code platforms have uh, matured and uh, we have specialized low-code platforms that in fact cater to professional app development. So in its truest essence, low-code generally doesn't mean there is less code in the whole system. It, it is just that the users have to code less to get similar or more functionality into the application. And all the code that is required is actually generated in the backend. So that's the whole paradigm of low-code. In relation to what we've been speaking about here with legacy systems, how is this low code going to kind of help businesses get out of the rut, so you say, of, of what we've been discussing so far? So the thing is, going back to our example, the key thing for enterprises when they're looking at modernization is to not look at a modernization effort in silos, but to look at it more in entirety. So a low code platform can actually become a central platform for modernization across the board, be it people, process or technology. Just going back to the application example that we had earlier, using a low-code platform, an enterprise can take a legacy application, just wrap APIs around the core data that was there, build modern frontends quickly and easily using visual drag-and-drop methodology. They'll also be able to break down the monolithic code that was there and adopt microservices-based architecture, not just look at the UI side of it, but also revamp the architecture. So by the virtue of moving to microservices, they'll also get the benefits of building their application with APIs and also moving to continuous integration and a delivery kind of model, which will ensure responsiveness to user needs. The third thing is also low-code platforms, which are meant for professional developers, also provide scalability and enterprise-grade security to the applications that are built. So the applications that are built via low-code can be deployed to a platform of choice, be it virtual machines or the latest technologies like uh, Kubernetes or uh, container-based systems at the click of a button. By adopting low-code, an enterprise will be able to modernize a legacy system across the layers, be it user interface, architecture, or infrastructure. So when we're putting in a low-code option for businesses to use and to kind of build on these free methods that you spoke about, how can they go about implementing this process? Like I was mentioning earlier, what happens is modernization will have different elements and there's no single platform that will bring all of them together. Low-code, in fact, will act as a central platform that will connect people, processes, and technology 
to embark on a holistic modernization effort mm. especially platforms that are built on open technologies where skill sets from existing technologies can be used be it angular or java it becomes very easier so that people do not have to kind of reskill themselves to get started on these platforms by using such platforms existing developers can really come in people who are just doing one part of the work like be it backend or database i mean can build complete end to end application and transform them to a full stack developer so that way with a little bit of effort it becomes easier but the gains are really in the long term i mean when you kind of build these applications when you have all these processes in place and when you start building subsequent applications right the time to market will be much much shorter excellent so as we kind of come to the end here i wanted to get your thoughts on if we were to kind of fast forward 10 years from now what do you think the state of legacy systems and digital transformation in the enterprise will look like i know that's a very broad question but just an overall way that people are going to approach legacy systems in the future the way in which technology is changing i mean one decade is a pretty long time so in a broad way if i had to answer this question the last decade has seen it transform from being a support function to a chief enabler so in the next decade probably it will transform itself to kind of move from a chief enabler to the key differentiator in business today we say every business is a software business right so it will in fact become the key differentiator for every business and the guys that we see will lead in the market are the ones that would have successfully transformed themselves to handle this changing technological and user needs so in a way by successfully going through digital transformation they would have modernized all of their legacy systems and modernize it in a way that they don't have to go through such a massive change in future any technological shift that happen they'll be able to adopt it and scale as they go that's where i see it moving in the next decade and they will in fact become the key differentiator for every business to lead in their particular vertical excellent i think you're right it's uh, going to be an interesting to see where it goes especially 5 years from now and especially 10 years from now so nanjendra all i can say is thank you very much for coming on the podcast today and taking the time to talk to me thank you max the pleasure was mine not a problem at all and thank you for everyone who took the time to listen to this we hope you took some good insight away from this we'll be back next week with another in the ask the expert series in the meantime make sure you head on over to em360tech.com for more great content listening to the EM360 podcast. For more great content, head on over to em360tech.com.